Hey everyone, this is Chris Weir. Thank you for joining the Chris Weir Effect. Join the journey here today. Hi, Chris. Gene Moore. Let's talk about what's important in choosing uh, for a new agent, choosing an upline, choosing a broker. I've helped a few people now make that kind of a decision. I've helped a couple of brand new agents. And you know what, what I uh, felt was important for a new agent was, was one that they own each client that they write. And for some people listening to this, they might think that's absurd. Of course you would own it. But I interviewed a couple of people that if the new agent wrote business, they would pay them but house the agent um, and own the clients. And for me, as an entrepreneur, building something that I want to call my own in talking to these new agents, that's what they were after, that freedom to um, work whatever 80 hours they wanted to work and grow their own business and own their own clients. So for me, looking at that, I wanted to make sure that they, they were an independent agent and that the the upline, the uh, broker that they joined or merged with would allow them uh, that opportunity. Is that what you mean by owning your clients? Is, is that a difference between independent and captive? Sure, you got a ca- you've got a captive agent that works for one and only one broker, and they will control your, your marketing. Or There's a lot of different ways that, that they'll provide benefit. Uh, they keep the client, they keep the renewal, they pay you, for the sale and the renewal. And it can be quite a good deal for, um, for an agent that's looking for something that's a little bit safer. Uh, brokers that provide captive agencies like that. Uh, if you're a great agent, you can, you can still make a lot of money and mitigate your risk. I see. They help with all sorts of different things. You may get paid 50% versus 100%, but as a result, you're not dealing with marketing, you're not dealing with so many different things that they simplify your life and you don't carry nearly as much risk. In this particular case, we're talking about a couple of agents, new agents that wanted the freedom to build their own client base. And so for me, the right uh, FMO or IMO, broker, whatever we want to call it, most important thing was if that particular agent in six months or a year or two years, whatever it is, if things changed in their world and, and they felt like they needed to do something different inside the insurance world, I wanted to make sure that the broker I referred them to would be quick to release them if that was what made the most sense to the, to the agent. And there are some IMOs, FMOs out there that don't have, they do have a reputation of, of holding agents, hostage is way too strong a word, but holding them not wanting to release them. And for me, there's so much that goes into picking an IMO, FMO, but for me, I wanted to make sure that the, the new agent could build something that was theirs. And if things changed at some point in the future, they would be allowed to quickly receive a release if they felt it was in their best interest to look elsewhere for whatever that might be. And so for me, that, those were two very important things. Now beyond that, picking the right, right broker uh, a lot of times it might make sense to do them to pick somebody that was local. And in most areas of the country, you can find a full-service insurance broker in your, you know, in your city, in any large city. There's going to be several of them. These days, virtual training is available more than ever. So the need to be local. Less important. Less important. Mm-hmm. So beyond that, then you're talking about 
having the products available to you. Immediately, you've got all the carriers, United Healthcare, Aetna, Cigna, Ancillary Products, Guaranteed Trust Life, yes. So the, so the broker, IMO, FMO, has a certain amount of products that they can offer. They'll, virtually all of them will have all of the same products to offer once you're attached to a broker. They typically, a full-service broker, most of them will offer essentially the same, same, same carriers, same, you know, med, med sub companies, med advantage operations, yes, most of them. Quoting tool, quoting engine, most of them have all of the, the similar uh, tools. So if, if they're so similar in that regard, what would be a reason to choose one over another? Well, outside of the, the biggest one I mentioned being ease of release, being, being held or, or forced into fighting for a release, uh, that to me was, was a number one. Um, then it's sort of a feel of the people you're dealing with. The marketing team inside that FMO brokerage is, is vital. You know, do you, are you a match for them? Are they a match for you personality-wise? I mean, how fast is, are they looking to grow? How fast are you looking to grow? You know, every uh, marketing person inside of an FMO, IMO, is looking for that agent that's going to learn it, get it, and get out there and, and go, go, go. If you're writing a lot of policies as a new agent, as an a, a new agent isn't writing a lot of policies, but if you're writing a lot of policies and you're leaning on your marketing people at, at the brokerage, if you're leaning on them quite often, but you're writing a lot of apps, then that's okay. It's the individual agent that's leaning on them all the time, calling all the time, and they're not really writing. You know, the agent, as I've said before, the agent that's successful is the one that wakes up every morning and goes to work. And if you're a marketer working for the FMO, bringing in agents, training them, coaching them. Hey, if you've got an agent that's working every day, you don't mind helping them. They're never right. going to mind. Right. But it is sort of at that level, it's the, you said, what's the next most important thing if all of the products are similar and they all have a quoting tool? It is the one-to-one relationship. You know, Are they answering the phone when you really have a question, when you really need something? If you're, if you're in the middle of an appointment and you need somebody, you have a question... Are they available? That's a, a really a huge thing is the personal relationship you have with the person you're going to be working with most. But yeah, outside of that, a lot of them are, do offer most of the same, virtually all of the same suite of, of products. Some bigger, bigger brokers have everything, but a, a, an agent starting out doesn't need everything. What about when you, when you talk about marketing, would that include lead generation? How are you defining lead generation? How are you defining well, an agent, marketing? An agent needs needs leads. So does the agent is the agent getting su- support and training on how to go out and generate their own leads? Is the is the broker doing some marketing on their behalf and supplying them with leads? What's that relationship look like? Yeah, that's a that's a perfect question, really, because that is going to be different. And from what I've seen, that's that can be very different. Some brokers. They can talk you through what marketing looks like, but they don't have a real plan, a plan for helping you get into pharmacies, helping you with with cost sharing in in your marketing. Marketing can be business cards, brochures. It can be Facebook ads. uh, It can be uh, getting to 
local events and, and just being there with your business card, meeting people, shaking hands. Marketing is so many different things, but you are correct. Looking at a broker and saying, okay, they've got the products. I like my marketing person that I'm going to be calling sometimes early in the morning or late at night, and they are available to me, and we get along. It's like, well, okay, well, how am I going to get in front of people, and do they have a plan, a marketing plan, whether it's just to support me financially with maybe a 50-50 split? Or they do? So um, that's an absolute to be looking at for sure. Good one, Mr. Moore. Um, I'm wondering why you sound so shocked. <laughs> you don't have to sound so. No, you saw so you saw that you saw that correctly. Yeah. So you're, we're talking about in recap, in recap, you want to remain independent. That's in my opinion. That's a decision you have to make. Are you going to go captive, take a commission reduction, which there's nothing wrong with. It all has to do with where you are in your life. If you're young, married with young children, and that type of risk is not where you need to be, then you might want to take a captive split commission and and allow the other people to support you. If you're going to go independent, then yeah, I think you should be looking at a company that is, if you should outgrow them in some manner, are they going to be willing to release you quickly? As you said, are they going to have marketing, a marketing plan, marketing dollars, whatever that may look like? And uh, do they have the right, right training? both product training and sales training that a new agent. Right, and support, support. If you're out in the field, if you've got questions, you can, you can reach somebody and get them answered. Absolutely. And no, I'm not surprised that you had a good add to this conversation. My apologies if it came off as such. No, it's good. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, what else? What are, what are some other things we're not thinking of? Is there anything else? What about the big trips? What about the, the end Incentive, of the year bonus uh, incentives? Right. Well, um, now, of course, you've, you've, you've shown uh, that you don't know everything that you're talking about because that in a Medicare Advantage environment, that would be illegal. <laughs> Let me backtrack. Uh, MedSup, yes. Yeah. MedSup, yes. yes. <laughs> Med- yeah. Medicare, Other products. Yeah, Medicare supplement uh, products that you're writing, annuity products that you're writing, final expense uh, or really any life insurance products. Those will oftentimes come with incentive trips. I don't think, in my opinion, that that's why you choose a, a broker. That's a nice ad. Nothing wrong with, with that. But since we are talking about what are the most important things, that's a nice thing to be able to take it's, your family it's a nice on a, thing. Paid, I really asked, on a paid I trip. I asked that more as a joke because if you're starting out or you're just getting into it, I would think that would be pretty far down the list. Yeah, if you're looking at where do I want to be in 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 two to three years, you want to be covering all of your expenses with your commissions. In two to three years, you want to be covering all of your expenses. Then you can begin to shoot for the stars because now you've, you've got that covered. You're paying your bills with your renewals. You're paying your bills. Now it's time to start looking at how do I double it? What are the pieces I need to put in place? Now that is for another day, though, because I can also tell you that. But you'll have to join another podcast in the future. If you're going to join this journey in the future, we will tell you how to take the business you're already doing and double it. And by the way, I just got off the phone with a broker who's been doing this since the late 90s. He has over 5,000 clients, and we had a fantastic conversation about how he can double that. Well, that's fun for me. I love doing that, and we'll be talking about that in a future podcast. 
And for now, thank you for joining the journey. This is Chris Weir and Gene Moore at the Chris Weir Effect.